كنت وعن ولكن دولة يالكسور دولة دلمر تي في ومر كلا يكوبرنتين أبلت كي وهذا هانو كلا نجوبرتين دلمر تي في هذا ما أنتي وحاني ذي هنا ورسيكار الله يالناي دكتور مارك وايت دكتور مارك وايت ودكتور تكن مجال هذا كولومبس أو دكتورها كياستي وتوكبلن لواتنسر دعوة شو عن وحيسلة and joining us now is دكتور مارك وايت who is with Gateway Health Wellness Dr. White, welcome to Delmar TV. Thank you. It's a it's a pleasure and uh, uh, very uh, honored to be um, here tonight with you. Doctor, let me start it off by asking you the question: Can you talk about the damage and the destruction that COVID nineteen caused to the body? Yes, um, I think that's a really good question because. Um, I think that once uh, people have a good understanding of how this virus works on the lung, I think we'll have a better appreciation of the things that we need to do and the precautions, uh, why the mask, why the hand washing is so important. There's, uh, there's two things that uh, this virus does. And one of the things that we know is the virus really is attracted to the lung tissue. And uh, in the lung tissue, at the end of our airways, are these little air sacs. At the end of our lungs, if you, would, if you looked in the lung, uh, you would see these little air sacs. They're called alveoli. And the alveoli are, um, little circular air sacs at the end of the airway and they have arteries and veins wrapped around them so the arteries and veins are wrapped around them and their function is when we breathe in oxygen the the o2 goes inside our bodies for nutrients and the co2 we blow off so it's really important that the alveoli, the air sacs, and the arteries and the veins that are surrounding them are, are very um, in well uh, tight junctions, uh, well fitted, no interruption in their uh, function, in their anatomy. The anatomy needs to be well uh, maintained. So what happens with this COVID-19 virus? The virus, once it enters into your system and gets down into the lung, and that's, we know that it's, um, it's transmitted uh, through uh, the, 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 the respiratory system. Once it gets down into the lung and it gets down into the alveoli, that air sac, the cells of the alveoli or the air sac have receptors on them. The receptors are called ACE2 receptors. The virus has a binding site on it that binds to the ACE2 receptor cell of the alveoli. So the alveoli is made up of several cells and the COVID-19 binds to one of those cells and the receptor site is called the ACE2 receptor. Once that COVID-19 virus binds to that receptor, it 
does something that's called, it down-regulates the receptor sites. So the ACE2 receptors are, 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 are decreased on the cell of the alveoli. When this occurs, this sets off a cascade of inflammation and inflammatory reactions in the cell of the alveolus. Uh, and so you can understand now why a person, when they, when they talk about, are you short of breath? Um, how are you feeling? Are you fatigued? So one thing that happens is the COVID-19 attaches to the ACE2 receptor site on the alveolar cell. And, and then once it attaches, it injects a protein called messenger RNA. Messenger RNA goes into the body's alveolar cell. And in, in fact, what it does at that point, it hijacks the cell. It goes into the cell, it, it takes over the, um, it takes over the cell's uh, 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 ability to produce proteins. It starts to make COVID-19 virus. Okay, so it goes in the cell, it hijacks the whole mechanism in the cell, and it starts, it begins to replicate itself inside the cell. Once that cell is full of COVID, more COVID-19 viruses, it bursts open. That, those other COVID-19 viruses then go to other alveolar cells and, and do the same thing. Attached to the ACE2 receptor, down-regulates them, causing a, a, a horrendous uh, uh, inflammatory response called a cytokine storm. And that's a, a, that's a horrendous amount of inflammation that begins to occur in the lung. So you can see that just by the, the COVID-19 virus binding to the alveolar or the air sac, that it can cause a lot of damage in and of itself. That's one thing that the virus does. The second thing that occurs in the lung is remember we talked about the, the arteries and the veins that, that surround the alveolar cell, the alveolus, the air sac. The virus will attach to the cell or the lining of the artery called the endothelial cell. It attaches to that cell and does the same thing that it does in the alveolar cell. It attaches to the artery wall cell called the endothelial cell. It injects the messenger RNA into that cell and it takes over the machinery of the cell producing more COVID-19 virus. The cell gets um, packed with those viruses, it bursts open, the viruses go to other uh, artery endothelial cells as well as uh, alveolar cells. So you can see that um, by this, uh, 
by this by this virus, once it enters into the lung and attacks the alveolar cell, the air sac, as well as the artery where we exchange oxygen for CO2, when you tear that down, it's like a it's like a tornado comes through our lungs. And that's why people can be a little short of breath, a little fever, feeling a little bad, and the next day they're they're down. They're in the emergency room. They can't they can't breathe. They're not able to get oxygen in. They're not able to breathe CO2 out. They get to the hospital. They have to be put on the ventilator. And even on the ventilator, they can't get the right amount of oxygen in because the air sacs have been torn down. The arteries that surround the air sacs have been torn down. And so at that point, it becomes very difficult. It becomes very difficult to save the person. And hence, you get a lot of people that who have died from this COVID-19. And I think it should be a little bit, um, should have a little bit more appreciation for what happens in the lung when this COVID-19 uh, gets into our rest and gets into our respiratory system. Doctor, there are a lot of people talk about vitamin D. And can you give a little bit of clarity of that? Yes. Um, Vitamin D is a very important vitamin uh, involved in our immune system. Uh, it helps our it helps the our our bodies. It protects our bodies against um, bacteria, viruses, um, all, all all different different kinds of uh, uh, um, uh, attacks on the body. There's a, there's a vitamin D receptor on every cell in our body. But since we're talking about the lungs and we're talking about what happens in the lungs, let's go right to the lung. So the importance of vitamin D is that there are vitamin D receptor, receptors on the alveolar cells. There's receptor sites on the alveolar cells, uh, vitamin D receptors. So when you have enough vitamin D in your body, the vitamin D goes to those receptors and it does the very opposite of what the virus is doing. The virus is attaching to the ACE2 receptor and, and now regulating the ACE2 receptors which causes severe inflammation. The vitamin D attaches to the vitamin D receptor on the alveolar cell and causes decrease in inflammation. It causes decrease in inflammation. So now you have this back and forth thing going on now where the vitamin D is turning on the anti-inflammation. It also affects the macrophages. Those are cells in our body and the lung that fight against bacteria and viruses. It also turns off, it, 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 it turns off the inflammatory response in the lungs. And so now you have a situation where um, inflammation is 
is pressed down to the point where the person has a fighting chance. Without that, without that vitamin D, um, the, the, the person, um, the immune response is going to be significantly decreased. And so a lot of the studies have shown, um, a, lot of the, 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 a lot of the studies that they have done show compelling evidence that this vitamin D is very helpful. Now, currently there are three ex uh, clinical trials. Now this is where you actually have patients involved to see exactly how much vitamin D, how low, when we talk about a person being vitamin D deficient, how low does the vitamin D have to be before we just, it just wipes out the lung? It clearly has been shown that the patients that all across the world, in America, the UK, Britain, France, Italy, Ireland, the patients that have done worse have had low vitamin D levels. They've been vitamin D deficient. Now, they, again, they're running clinical trials now because there's something about this vitamin D that is helping people not to um, die, not to, it's helping them not to just totally go down. And so now they're running the studies. And I mentioned that the United States has a study where they're using vitamin D and aspirin to see the effects of vitamin D on this COVID-19. France is also running a study and again, Iran. And so I think that I, I personally think that um, right now um, where uh, things seem to be a little more under control, however, the rate of infection is going up in uh, Ohio. But right now, um, I would highly recommend people to go to their doctor and talk to their doctor about their vitamin D level and also what uh, supplement they should take. Now, let's remember that darker skinned people, people of color, we don't have that mechanism where that chemical is transferred to that D3. The, the ultraviolet light from the sun when it hits our skin, our, our, uh, our um, colored skin, it doesn't, that reaction doesn't work well. So we don't get the, the vitamin D3 converted to the active form calcitrol in our bodies. So, so we're left with low vitamin D if we depend on the sun because our skin just doesn't do it. And so if we're not taking some type of supplement, then we're, we fit into that category of being vitamin D deficient. Should we get infected with COVID-19, all of the things that we've talked about could be taking place in our bodies. We want, our immune system would not be at full tilt 
to deal with the COVID-19 things that the COVID-19 does to our cells, the alveolar cells, as well as the endothelial cells of the artery. So uh, most definitely there's compelling evidence that this vitamin D is important. The rate of the inspection has spiked for the last few weeks. Now, and I, as you said that most of our color skin, uh, I'm speaking specifically Somalis, especially the Somali ladies, they always have to cover their hands with a long sleeve. What is your recommendation as a doctor for, for someone, individual who are consistently covered? And it's already vitamin D deficiency. Absolutely. I think that that is a really good question. As a matter of fact, um, there, uh, I, I was reading a paper from Ireland, um, and the, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, uh, a, a small percentage of Somalia patients in Ireland. And they talked about the fact that, um, and they also, they, they talked about the fact that with this COVID-19, that they had a disproportionate number of Somalia patients hospitalized because one, the, they, and, and the patients that were hospitalized did poorly, the ones that did poorly were vitamin D deficient and they cited the reasons being the, the dark skin, our dark skin, not being able to convert that chemical in the skin over to vitamin D, and also covering of the skin, covering the, 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 the head wrap, the, 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 um, the clothing. Yeah, everything is covered up. So we don't have a chance of even getting the, the, the sun ultraviolet light to the skin. And then if you put on top of that, no supplement, then you have people that are really vitamin D deficient. I mean, like significantly vitamin D deficient. And we know, we do know, what we do know is that vitamin D plays a significant role in our immunity, in our respiratory system. It's a, that's a fact. There's compelling evidence that people that are vitamin D deficient do worse with this COVID-19. And again, I, you know, they're, they're, now they're running the clinical trials to show um, specifically what those effects are and how much vitamin D and how low, if it's this low, these people did this, uh, uh, had, had this, these complications, and they were on the ventilator for this amount of time. So they're doing the study now to get all of that um, uh, 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 evidence and the facts. Um, the clinical trials will show us, you know, that. And we already know. I mean, it's, it, there's, again, there's compelling evidence that shows we've talked about what the virus does in the lung. We've also talked about the the positive things that vitamin D does. And so we kind of already know. So let's go ahead and do the 
go to your doctor, get your vitamin D level checked, and if it's low, you know what to do. You got to take a supplement if you're because we don't, you know. And the other thing is, uh, from from uh, November to uh, March, we're the the angle of the sun rays because we're further away from the equator. Uh, where we are in Columbus, let's just talk about Columbus, Ohio. We're right. further away from the equator. And so the, the rays that we get from the sun are not the same as they would be in a country that would be closer to the equator. So now we're talking about the ultraviolet rays from the sun are not even as strong as they would be were we closer to the equator and then we have the um the color of our skin the melatonin in our skin or the melanin i'm sorry the melanin in our skin does not allow that reaction to occur to 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 get the vitamin d so go to the doctor get that vitamin d level checked and um and do the recommendations uh, your doctor will know your vitamin D comes back deficient. Uh, you need to be asking. You need to when you go to the doctor, you need to ask about that. Given the pandemic situation we're in, what's my vitamin D level? Is it lower than it should be? What should I be taking? How much of the uh, supplement should I be taking to get it up to get it up uh, to where it needs to be? هذا بدأ وريال عاوي برامج كان انتاسو كيجي هاي وينو مركلة وحيسة السلام عليكم